0: Hi, and welcome to the Days Gone podcast. I'm Claire Weaver, a screenwriter, author, and Days Gone fan, and this podcast is a place to discuss the game in all its glory, share my opinions, both popular and unpopular, and listen to me fangirl over one of the best games ever made. There will be spoilers ahead, so continue at your own risk. Welcome to The Freak Show. Before we get started, I want to let you know you can get your Days Gone inspired merchandise at the new URL of BearTrapTavern.threadless.com. There's teas, tanks, stickers, pins, notebooks, phone cases, art prints, and more, and it all ships internationally so you can rep your love of the game all around the world. Joining me today is an OG content creator for Days Gone and one of the community's most dedicated members. He's a virtual photographer extraordinaire. The creator of the Broken Road blog, and he now works as community manager for a little company known as Ben Studio. It is my pleasure to welcome Viking Dad two seven eight, aka Kevin McAllister to the podcast. Hi Kevin, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well, Claire. Thank you for having me. It that was a great introduction. I felt like I was about to walk out and go box somebody, so thank you. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. And I am so excited to talk to you about Days Gone and all the ways that it's changed your life, all the ways that it's changed many people's lives. And we can just like geek out and share our love of an amazing game. But before we get into that, I want to ask the origins of your username Viking Dad. Where does that come from?
1: So unfortunately, it's not a—it's not really a great story. <laughs> um, I really like Viking history, and I'm a dad, and that is literally it. Like, I wasn't expecting to be on social media long, so I didn't put much creativity into my name. And here we are, so I can't change it now.
0: And the 278, any meaning to that?
1: Yeah, it's a combination of my daughter's birthdays.
0: Yeah. Oh, so you did <laughs> put some thought into yeah, a it. a little
1: bit, a little bit. Oh, <laughs>
0: that's cute. All right. Days Gone. How did you discover it? And how many times have you played it?
1: Oh, so little story. Uh, I I remember seeing the E3 uh, showcase. I was excited for the game. And then it had a release date of April 2019. And my wife was expecting our third child at the time. So I kind of wrote it off like, oh, I'm not going to be able to play this right away. Um, unfortunately for my wife, uh, she was late, so it was, she ran about like 10 days late. So oh, that Friday, wow. I went to GameStop. And I'm like, you know what? Let me pick up this game. Let me get the weekend in it at least before the third child comes. <laughs> right? Wait,
0: so So she was 10 days late, but... At that point, what, like seven days late? And you're like, ah, it'll wait till Monday. Yeah, yeah. She'll be, she'll be, (laughs) she can hold on till Monday.
1: Yeah, let me get a little gaming (laughs) in before I can't game anymore. (laughs) So I I put in a, you know, a few hours over the weekend, was loving it. And then uh, not too much later, my son was born, put on the shelf for a little bit. um, But then we had a routine every night where like he would sleep on my chest for like two and a half hours. So Aww. and during that time, like I can't go to sleep. Right. So he's a newborn. Right. So um, I'm sitting in a chair. He, he's on my chest. I put the headphones on and I'm playing Days Gone. And that's how I got through my first playthrough of Days Gone. Exactly like that. Every single night, like clockwork. Um, how many times I've played it? I think including our our Ben Plays live stream walkthrough last year. I think that made it Seven. On on my PlayStation 5, it's it's got me clocked in over 500 hours, and then PC is another hundred or so for when we're gearing up for launch. So, yeah, a lot.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, challenge mode? Have you played much challenge mode?
1: Yes, I got all the gold trophies. I I had to get all trophies for a Days Gone, so 100% Congrats. across the board. Yes. Did I try it for PC? No. <laughs> I did it on console. And that, was, that was enough for me.
0: I still haven't got all the tro- I've got barely any of the trophies in challenge mode. And I still am missing... I got platinum, but I don't have 100% on like all the collectibles or, or whatever it is that you have to do uh, mm-hmm. to get that 100%, that proper... Proper 100%. Yep. <laughs> I'm still working on that. There's just so much. Like, I love just playing the game. Every time I fire it up, it's like, why would I want to go do something else when I can just play the game? I love yeah. just
1: playing it. Yeah, some people like the trophies and some don't. I think it's it's okay for both, right? For me, mm-hmm. I go for the platinums when I'm really invested in a game. So it's almost like my, my love letter to studios and developers of like, I loved your game so much. I wanted to do every single mechanic there was, even if sometimes I pounded my head against the wall to get that one (laughs) bronze trophy. Right. But yeah, I became kind of a trophy hunter with since days gone and Mm. I don't do it for all the games. It's really just the games I'm super invested in, but I know so many people who just, they just want to play the story, right? They just want to take on the hordes and, and that's fine. You don't have to get the trophies. There's no, requirement for it right they're optional <laughs>
0: yeah yeah that's one of the great things about days gone is that you have people who are um newcomers to video gaming i mean i speak to so many people in the community that's like i bought a playstation 4 or a playstation 5 and days gone was the first game i ever played and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry that it's like you started at the best game ever made. It's only you are now no here. longer going to be satisfied with any. You're not going to like any other video game <laughs> that you play. Like, I'm sorry that you just you peaked early. Right, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, and then you talk to other people like Spawnicus Rex, you know, expert gamer. Knows the ins and outs of like how to game everything, how to do all the systems and the trophies and all of that stuff. And he loves it. You know, you have the, the two complete opposite ends of the scale the expert gamers, like the gamer gamers, and then the casual gamers. Everyone comes together in days gone and, and finds something that they can love about it.
1: I think, and I think it's because it has a little something for everyone, right? Like it has the gameplay of the hordes, it has that that thrill of the dynamic open world encounters. It has the story. It has riding a bike, you know? So you have your racing fans who like to ride, you know, to go around the world. It has your exploration and then it has the challenges. So I think that's why I speak to a lot of people is because Mm -hmm. there is a little bit of something in there for everybody.
0: Uh, You mentioned that you have platinum in other games. What was the first game you platinumed? Do you remember? (sighs) No. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was I, the most recent game you platinum?
1: The most recent one I platinum was The Witcher 3, and I'm very proud of that one because it took forever.
0: <laughs> I can imagine. It takes forever just to play that game, let alone platinum that game.
1: Yeah, I, I dove back into it with the next-gen update that released last den- December, and mm-hmm. from there on out, I was just playing the heck out of it. I played the two DLCs, 100% in both DLCs, um yeah, just kind of refell in love with that world again. And uh, yeah, that's my most recent one.
0: Yeah. Well congrats. That's Thank quite you. quite the achievement. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> my gaming is has reached its bar now that I can't I can't go any higher.
0: I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens next. <laughs> All right. So you were one of the first people in the Days Gone community creating content you were live streaming and sharing photo mode captures, and you had the amazing Broken Road blog. What inspired you to start creating all of that content? And how did you do it with a newborn?
1: Oh, Broken Road blog. You know, it feels like it's so long ago. I missed that thing. <laughs> um, you know, I, I wasn't on social media. I, I had a Twitter account, but it was like, I was just, like, following news, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I maybe had, like, 15 bot accounts or something following me. I don't know. Like, I, I didn't tweet. I just followed things. Um, and Days Gone came out, and I started playing it. And I'm just like, you know what? Let me go in there and just, like, congratulate uh Ben's to you for making this game. Like, why not? You know, I'm having a heck of a time with it. And uh, I started doing that. And, you know, some devs from the team started interacting with me. I started you know, knowing who they were from the studio and um, figuring out who Ben's studio is, you know, where they're from. And yeah, I just kind of, I started from there with sharing early beginner screenshots, like basic screenshots that I look back at now and I'm like, oof, Kevin, you know, you could have did a little something there, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like literally no editing, just like, boop, screenshot captured. Um, and then I just, I fell in love with it so much that I'm like, you know what? I want to write more of my thoughts that I can't put in a 250 character limit on Twitter. So I I made a free blog and started writing, you know, what I loved about the game. And then I'm like, well, there's really no one out there right now that's making Days Gone content. And if they are, you know, it's like the really, really big creators like the Rad Brad who's awesome and stuff. Right. But nothing on like a, a smaller scale. Um, So I'm like, all right, you know what, let's let's see what I can do with this. So I reached out and got a couple interviews from the the devs at the studio. And then that's kind of what really started snowballing it. That's where I started getting recognized, you could say, um, even with my small page, like, because, you know, maybe the Ben's studio page would retweet it, or, you know, the devs I interviewed would retweet or something. And so it's like, oh, this is, you know, this is kind of cool. And then I'm like, well, I, I want to do stuff, you know, with the community because that's kind of why I'm on Twitter at this point. It's just I like interacting with people. I like talking to them about the game. And, you know, we found I, I felt like a kind of a, a niche little community there on Twitter, our own little space where we shared virtual photography shots all, all the time. Um, and then I started doing like, you know, holding monthly virtual photography themes because I got involved in the virtual photography community by just sharing a couple screenshots which greatly helped me uh, actually sort of know what I'm doing with photo mode now. And, you know, being in that community kind of opened it up even more. And then, you know, then we just start, then I'm like, you know what? Okay. I put my face behind my account for a while. Let's, let's stream. Right. And when I was streaming, I had like one viewer, maybe two at the most at that time, but I was having fun doing it. And I mean, when it all came down to it, it was just, I just loved what I was doing. And that was, that was solely it. And whether people, you know, read my blog or they didn't, it was fine because I would look at the statistics and it wasn't many people in the beginning that read the blog. Um, but it was just, yeah, straight out of passion that why I wanted to keep creating.
0: And then you went on to get interviews with Jeff Ross and Jim Perry and tons of really cool people connected to the game. What are some of the highlights?
1: Yeah, uh, they were they were all awesome. Every single person that I had the the luxury to interview was just so nice. Um, you know Jim Peary was great. Uh, I love that guy. <laughs> Boozer is the man. Um, Eric Allen Kramer's Iron Mike. I was able to interview him. He was awesome. Um, my my friend Eric Jensen was on there at one point. Uh, and even one of our current open world designers, Philip Wilson. Um. Yeah, I mean they were all just kind of fun in their own right cuz at that time that's when I was just I wanted to learn everything I could about this game whether, you know, the ins and outs of it. So, doing those things was just kind of like just really cool to start learning more about how the industry worked.
0: And the blog is it's still up?
1: It is. It it is still there. It's I I peeked at it a little bit ago. I'm like, "Oh, memories." But yeah, it's, it's still there.
0: <laughs> and it's, you say memories, but it was, what, three and a half years exactly, ago? Exactly, right? Not like, that long ago.
1: I know, and it feels like an eternity. It's so weird.
0: <laughs> but yeah, for anyone who's interested, the URL is thebrokenroad.blog, right?
1: Yes. I had to think about okay. that for a second. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for the first anniversary of the game, you organized Days Gone Week. Can you talk about what that was and how that all came together?
1: Oh, yeah, days gone week. That was that was a fun time. That was at the time where COVID would just like just hit the world, right? So like we oh, were Oh god, all, yeah,
0: of course.
1: So we were all isolated and you know, I had it in my in my mind a little bit before that, but once COVID hit, it was kind of like the perfect opportunity to bring people together virtually. And celebrate something that we all love and it turned out uh, a lot better than I expected Um, you know it was just me kind of talking to a bunch of our community members it's like hey would you want to participate in this thing I'm trying to put together it's you know this is all on us whatever you want to do if you don't want to do it fine you know it's it's if you want to share something go ahead and share it right and then it just kind of became a more organized thing and you know, we had a bunch of people doing videos. We had a virtual photography week contest um, that I actually teamed up with Ben Studio at the time. And they they sent me some like Days Gone T-shirts and stuff uh, oh, to nice. give as prizes.
0: Oh, that's um, cool. How did that come about?
1: So I reached out to the, the previous community manager at Ben studio. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to be doing this and this and this and this, (laughs) um, is there anything, you know, maybe Ben can help with, you know, for, you know, for doing this day's gone week. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll try and get some, you know, prizes out to you and stuff. So yeah. A couple weeks later I got like, I think it was like five shirts at the time, maybe a couple patches or something. And, I shipped those to the winners of the virtual photography contest that we had. Um, every day was like a certain themed day. There's, we had like a Nero day a Deacon St. John day, a boozer day, <laughs> freakers. Right. Um, That's and awesome. Just, yeah. It just had kind of started the conversation, like in the beginning of your day of like, Hey, we're talking days gone. Um, we had, Talked to a bunch of people and they were live streaming it. So we had like a live stream schedule almost like, hey, you can go see this content creator streaming at this time. And then I I started reaching out to people that is completely out of my network because I was a very, very small page. And I reached out to Greg Miller from Kind of Funny Games and he was super supportive and he, you know, he announced it on his Kind of Funny Games daily podcast, which was super cool at the time. Um, and it just started kicking off from there and people just started figuring it out and then, you know, using the hashtag days gone week, which people still used it even like a year and a half after that, which was kind <laughs> of cool to see. <laughs> but it was just like a whole community led event that we were all just sharing our passion for the game and our love for days gone through our content creation. And it was really it was just this whole united front. And that's what made it so much fun.
0: Last year was another big celebration of the anniversary with Days Gone live streams from key members of the community, a special podcast interview dropped, and Bend live streamed with special guest Sam Whitwer. Is there anything planned for this year? So
1: nothing to that extent, um, but I'm always on the lookout for our community uh, creations. Whenever they share photo mode uh, shots, I always love looking at them, sharing them, if anyone is streaming that day, you'll probably see Ben Studio pop in at some points um but yeah i any type of anniversary, I always love to celebrate them because they're just they're just so much fun. you're just celebrating a game you love, and it's like, hey, this game shipped four years ago, this game shipped five years ago, and it's just it's one of those things where communities get together and just kind of share their love for the game,
0: yeah, yeah, the community around this game. Is phenomenal. I've said this before about how I've been on on Reddit, on other subreddits for other games, and it's just a toxic wasteland, or just a wasteland, or you know, there's just there's no sense of community. It's just people maybe sharing fun clips or photo mode captures, but a lot of uh, just people yelling into the void or (laughs) nagging on the game or whatever, getting in fights with each other. The days gone community isn't like that. I was so surprised when I got on the subreddit for the first time that it was this wonderful supportive place filled with people who want to celebrate the game and want to help other people celebrate the game. And I see that as kind of coming from from you a lot of the time. You originated a lot of that kind of tone of the subreddit and of the community. And now you're working at Bend. It's so awesome that you're there in an official capacity as a community manager you know, you are the perfect person to do that because you have, in part, been the foundation of the community.
1: Well, thank you very much for those kind words. (laughs) Um, You know, I always said the easiest thing to do on social media is to be kind, right? Like, we're, we're all on there to share our passions, to talk with one another. Like, it's super easy just to drop a like, just drop a comment of somebody's photo mode shots, like, oh, that's awesome, or you know, go on the subreddit and start talking to people. Like, yeah, I love this part, too. You know, and constructive feedback is good, but there's, you know, there's no room for te- toxicity in gaming communities anymore. Like, gaming is fun. This is a, a a privilege we get to do, that we get to sit on our couches at nights. you know, pop in some pizza rolls, and, and play <laughs> our favorite game, right? So, taking that into account and trying to relay that through i mean at the time my personal page but now at the ben studio page right just be kind it's like it's almost it's that simple right it's right it's, it's it's cliche but it's like you just have to be kind to one another and the more you do that it is contagious and other players will start doing it and then all of a sudden yeah you have a days gone subreddit or something of that magnitude that's like Okay, you've kind of built a foundation. And everyone's kind of being nice, and the people who come in and aren't so nice—they uh, don't last long because they're like, "Oh, this this isn't fun for them." If people are just super friendly, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Right. So, yeah, and all together, it's just games are fun. Be kind to each other on social media, and just sh- keep sharing that positivity, and that's what's going to make gaming, in general, just a thousand times better for everyone.
0: Absolutely to say Days Gone has had a big impact on your life would be an understatement. Can you tell us the story of how your life has changed since discovering Days Gone? Yeah. (laughs) Settle in, grab your popcorn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Being here now at Ben's studio, I would have never imagined it would have happened this way when I first started sharing screenshots on Twitter or started writing the blog. Like, sure i I could in the back of my mind that was the ideal goal, right was uh, maybe I can get work for Ben Studio in some capacity, but and then there was like how why you know, um so yeah, like <laughs> booting days going up for the very first time twenty nineteen, I didn't know what was coming w- afterwards, like it was just another game I was going to play and enjoy, and I enjoyed it so much that I just took it to a different level with content creation and that content creation took me to places that I didn't really think about taking to, like, you know, started talking to the people at Bend Studio and then having an opportunity to work at Bend. Um, And, you know, they, they reached out to me and it's like, Hey, you know, we have an opportunity here, uh, you know, for our community manager position. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to apply. <laughs> I, you know, but it was just that imposter syndrome in me. It's like, I'm not going to get this right. Like I don't have any gaming industry experience. I have a bachelor's degree in computer network and security that I got while I was, you know, working full time at my at previous job, which was a warehouse. Um, but while it's working at the warehouse, like I would be writing days gone blog posts (laughs) Mm. (laughs) or, you know, doing, you know, interacting with the community while I'm sitting there completely hitting my job. (laughs) Um, but, and then going through that process of having the interview at Ben's studio and being nervous as hell throughout the entire thing. (laughs) And then the next couple weeks afterwards, like, did I do well, right? It's constantly ringing through my head. Did I do it? Am I going to get this? Uh, Did I just completely screw everything up? (laughs) Right. And at the time, you know, I was, like I said, I was working in a warehouse and you know, I I just, I wasn't making much money. Um, I didn't like my job. Uh, I just got my degree, but I'm like, you know, where, where do I go now? And then the opportunity came up and they offered me the job and they actually offered me the job when i walked into my second shift job and i saw the i saw the name come across and i told my coworker, i didn't even know i'm like i have to head out for a second i'll be back <laughs> and I go out and uh they're talking to me and they're like hey we'd like to offer you the position at Ben studio blah 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 and at that point it's like I I start crying just a little bit. It's like, you know, I I made it somehow. And I'm still in like disbelief of like, why? (laughs) And it was just like, kept ringing into my ears of like, man, this is, this, is this really it? And then I start you know, then I got a start date. It's like, oh, this is, this is real now. Right. And when I first started, it was March, two years ago, actually. It was remote work at Virginia. So Mm -hmm. it was like, it was a little strange because I I got my dream job, but I was working at the same house that I was living at for, you know, as I was going, traveling Interstate 95 to go to a job I completely disliked. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, then we moved out here and it's just, it's been a roller coaster of emotions and every day I still kind of just pinch myself that I'm here and that. Uh, you know, Ben studio just gave me this opportunity. Um, our, our studio head, Chris Reese has been, he's, he's an amazing guy and he, he was one of the ones that just really like kind of wanted me here. And um, you know, people like that at the studio, they're just like, it's like an abundance. Like everyone is so friendly here. And yeah, it's just, it's been a crazy ride and it's really, Kind of just feels um, like I said, I'm still in disbelief.
0: <laughs> two years later, you still can't. Yeah, two, it.
1: two years later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was it like the first time you walked into Ben's studio? Were you freaking out when you saw the deacon statue and the bike that they have in the lobby?
1: Yes, I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I finally got to get in um, after I moved here, and uh, Chris, our studio head, gave me the tour of it. And I'm like, hey, can, can I sit on the bike? <laughs> and he's like, of course. And he grabs my phone, gets some pictures of me on the Aww. bike. goes out to the rager bear and it gets a picture of me there. And he's showing me everything, you know, showing our, our mocap room, our theater, our photogrammetry booth, you know, the works, right? And it's like, man, this is so freaking cool. Like, I'm here. I see the Days Gone stuff on the walls. I'm like, I made it. This is heaven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did I die? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you tweeted recently that you've had a lot of surreal moments since joining the studio. What are some of the standouts?
1: Yeah. You know, it's almost like every other month, it's like, ooh, this is like, I didn't think I would be able to do this, right? Um, some I can't talk about, but others are like, ooh, you know, like, writing PlayStation blog posts. Um, I've written, I think, I don't even know, four at this point. But doing my very first one for Days Gone PC launch was just, like, really cool. Because it's, like, I started at my little itty-bitty free blog that I, I made up. And now I'm writing on the PlayStation blog about Days Gone. Like, that that very first one hit me. I'm like, whoa, this is this is crazy. Big. Yeah. Yeah. And then seeing PlayStation tweet that out, and you click onto it, and so you know, it says my name and uh, at Ben Studio. I'm like, this that was really cool. Um, and then the other one, which is more recent, is getting my getting my names and getting my name, not names. I only have one name. <laughs> <laughs> getting my name in the Days Gone PC credits. Uh, so my team was awesome, and they they put me in. Um, so if you if you day, play Days Gone PC, you can actually just uh, access to credits off the main menu and you'll it'll, it'll go down and then it'll have Ben Studio PC development team and under that it'll have Studio and then Community Magic Company Calister. And that, was, that awesome. was something that was like I didn't think that would happen. I thought my name would be in our in our current uh project we're working on right now. I thought that was gonna be the first time I was going to see my name. So seeing that first pl- play on Days Gone PC and just watching it. That yeah, it was just a completely surreal moment of you know like we talked about starting from sharing screenshots in a blog to now having a name in the in the credits it's insane
0: but well deserved well deserved i mean you're now community manager you're listed in the credits as community manager you're that and you're more than that like i said you you're one of the og content creators you're one of the founding members of the community it's like this is a community that you've built so Fuck yeah, you get your name in the credits. <laughs> Fuck well, yeah, you do. Thank you. you, so, do. Much. Thank you. <laughs> so you live in Oregon, obviously in Bend. Yep. What is it like to live in essentially Days Gone Land?
1: Oh, I, I freaking love this place. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like I've always, I felt like I've always been destined to live here in Bend. Like the the culture, the down to earth vibes, the the nature is just like right up my alley. Like I lived in. Virginia, near Washington, D.C., where it's just commercial buildings, interstate highways, you know, house on top of houses. It was just it was too busy, too hectic. I I just didn't like it. Here, I'm able to explore caves. I'm able to go climb up mountains. I'm able to, you know, uh, just kind of go take my family and sit down at our one in a thousand breweries here in Bend and bring our dog and you know just see a bunch of families out talking and just it's just such a cool vibe here and playing days gone for however many hours and then coming here and then playing days gone while in oregon is a whole nother level of immersion <laughs> like you're playing it and it's like i literally just drove past that mountain today right i just saw that out my window but now i'm seeing it in the game, or you know, visiting Crater Lake for the very first time, which is freaking beautiful. I know you visited, it. it's insane. <laughs> yeah. And then being able to go to Crater Lake in the game. It's just like that type of stuff is so cool because it's like, yeah, this is my backyard now in Days Gone. And, you know, every time I enter a cave here in Oregon, all I think about is Freakers. Like it's on my mind constantly. <laughs> uh, it just doesn't, every cave, I relate to Freakers now.
0: Do you, um, when you go into caves, do you have like, your earbuds in and you play the horde music
1: you know i haven't because that'd just be terrifying because then maybe (laughs) maybe it will come true then
0: (laughs) you should do you should do that
1: Uh, that is a good idea actually i'm not gonna lie
0: (laughs) all right let's talk about the game what is your favorite thing about days gone
1: oh you know my favorite thing is probably what's connected me most to days gone was probably the story Deacon and Sarah, their relationship has always reminded me a lot of me and my wife um and I just always love their dynamic from seeing their flashbacks and seeing how kind of deacon opened up to her and then then just seeing how you know the intelligent how intelligent Sarah is and how badass she becomes you know in this post apocalyptic world and seeing that like she wasn't relying. Everything on Deacon, like Deacon founder it's like, Oh, cool, but she's like, I have work to do, right, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, I love you, but there is shit that needs to be done in this world, um, and then then almost like having a power couple going through this infested Oregon land of trying to trying to save people, and then almost you know making Deacon become a leader because of Sarah's actions for the most part, right, and just that that relationship was just really uh it hit close to home for me and then even um jack the little puppy jack so cute um during the time days gone launched uh my dog that we rescued her name was sadie we rescued her when she was like two um and she got diagnosed with cancer right around the time days gone was launching and not too long after that you know we unfortunately had to put her down so every time that Jack scene came it was like when you know when Jack jumped in the Bruce's arms that hit me right it was just it was things that sometimes you just get maybe a once in a lifetime type thing when it's when a game connects with you and it's not really meaning to connect with you it's just like your personal life is somehow lining up identical to a story right and it, weirdly enough, that's what kept happening for me in Days Gone.
0: Yeah. I feel like that must be what happens with a lot of people because Days Gone is one of those games that's just so special that has connected with so many people. And for every person, it's different. Everyone has a different little angle or a different little take, mm-hmm. little thing that they connect with. I've been doing this podcast for 50 episodes now, and I still can't quite put my finger on what specifically makes it so special. But I think it must just be the combination, the, the culmination of so many small things that so many opportunities for a player to find something to connect to.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's like we talked about earlier, like there's a little something for everybody in this game. And, you know, there's a, a big group of characters and you can kind of, you know, start connecting with one of those characters. And and also relating to personal events, right? Like. Days Gone came out and, like, COVID happened, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people play Days Gone during the shutdown, weirdly enough. <laughs> and people just started rallying around that. And it was just, like, it's almost become a comfort game for a lot of people, Um, which also, weirdly enough, because you have, like, 500 freakers chasing you. It should not be comfortable.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly comforting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, It's You know, when you have a game that has a good gameplay loop, a good story, and just it's fun to play, right? It's fun to be in that world. It starts resonating with people. And yeah, and then having, you know, a solid foundation of a community, whether that's through, you know, all these social media platforms. It kind of bleeds into the other one, like Twitter goes into Reddit, Reddit goes into Instagram, you know, you start finding all these people and you start talking to them. And yeah, it just becomes a game that's close to your heart.
0: Yeah. And it's a worldwide thing as well. It's not just the U.S. I mean, I get emails from people about the podcast. Like I had an email the other day from someone in Italy. I had one last week from someone in South America People all around the world are just, and I'm just like a little podcast, you know, Mm -hmm. that's a few thousand views and people are finding it and messaging me and saying, Hey, I I love the podcast, but I love this game. You know, I'm so glad you're doing this podcast because I love this game so much all around the world. And I imagine, you know, magnify that out from, you know, from the small percentage of players who have found my podcast to how many people around the world are playing the game. It just goes to show that it is universal that whatever the theme or the character or whatever that people connect with, it is universal.
1: Yeah. It's like, you know, we get stuck. We almost get stuck in our little bubbles, right? We have a a very little community space where the day's gone, whether that's subreddit, whether it's Twitter, virtual photography, community, whatever, right? Essentially that is very, such a small percentage compared to millions of gamers around the world. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, even, uh, you know, if you go to the Ben Studio account and however many followers the page has now, it's like that is only a percentage of the players that have played Days Gone. Like, not everyone's mm. on social media. Not right. everyone's on subreddit, right? It's, there's so many people out there that have played this game and have connected with this game and it, yeah, it's it's crazy to think about where it's like so much outside of the US. It's, there's a cosplayer in Italy that just did a Just like teamed up with PlayStation Italy and did, you know, his Days Gone cosplay in front of that large PlayStation Five, right? So Uh yeah, it's it's just so cool hearing those stories that you know it has connected with so many people across the globe.
0: Yeah, are the people at Bend aware that Days Gone has such a dedicated community? Obviously, outside of yourself.
1: Oh yes, (laughs) oh yes, (laughs) we 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 loved we love Days Gone. You know, we we love our community. Every time we do. Uh, you know community events people on our team are always all for it. they they love it you know there's there's times I share you know our virtual photography virtual photographers or fan art in our uh in our slack channels and people can see you know so yeah even the devs who aren't on social media they still see your content creation they still see your streams they see still see your epic fan art um yeah of course me you know community manager i'm front lines of everything but no the whole team is like constantly impressed by like wow we're still getting screenshots daily you know almost four years later um it's incredible to see it's like and it's something that you know we're all honored to see even the people who may be newer and maybe didn't work on days gone they're just so blown away by it they're like oh you know Ben Studio and Days Gone is just such an awesome community and it just kind of motivates the team, right? It motivates the artists, motivates the programmers and animators. i like, oh, how can we step this up for these players, for our community, for our awesome players? You know, how, how do we make this better for them? So, yes, we are very, very well aware of the community and uh, we love you all.
0: That's awesome. What can you tell us? If anything, about Ben Studio's next game?
1: Yeah, so uh, we have announced a few times publicly that we are working on a new IP. So, a new IP will include a new world, new characters, um, and the new IP will also include multiplayer. Um, so, all this we announced, I think, uh, last year during, the, you know, when we did our whole new Ben Studio logo reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's what I can give you right now.
0: Okay, awesome. Appreciate it. Um, All right. One final question. This is the question I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. If you found yourself in the world of Days Gone, how would you fare and which camp would you end up in?
1: That's a good question. I like this question. Um, You know, I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to think I would fare well, okay? So, one, I put in a ton of hours in Days Gone. That's got to count for something. (laughs) (laughs) And then, I put in 10 hours in the last of us. So I know how these zombie things work, right? <laughs> Not zombies. Creepers. I was gonna say
0: neither of them are <laughs> zombies, but
1: don't don't say the Z word. <laughs> um <laughs> I think I would fare well. But and then there's another part of me where I have a family and I would want to do everything to protect them. So yeah, it I'm gonna say, okay, say everything goes down. I'm lasting a good year. I have to last a good year um optimistic optimistic yes (laughs) what was the other question
0: oh which camp would you end up in
1: ah yes um lost lake i mean i I feel like there's no other option like tucker sucks copeland uh, he's 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 copeland Uh, also
0: copeland's camp i always think copeland's camp looks so uncomfortable it's so wet and dreary and muddy there i would not want to be there i'd rather be you know, up in the um, fire lookout tower or something. Yeah, right. Than it's at like Copeland's a camp.
1: Big giant tree house. Like, yeah, yeah, I'd rather go to Lost Lake. They ha- they at least have cabins you can s- sleep in, you know.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, Lost Lake <laughs> is the obvious answer of where you'd want to end up. Yep. But do you think you have what it takes to find lost lake like what would mm. you because you know there's the whole thing about it costs a lot for us to you know support mouths to feed and all of that right. what would you provide to the camp in return
1: mm, that's a good question see i've always considered myself a very hard worker like i have to keep doing stuff right like i have to like as my job i have to keep creating i have to keep coming up with ideas so for lost lake maybe maybe i'm the community manager of lost lake where... I see you
0: as like being like the guitar guy at Lost Lake who sings yeah. the song every yeah. Yeah, 11 o'clock every night. Someone like that who you're the morale lifter, the community, uh, you know, bringing the community together, bringing people together, keeping spirits up. Yeah,
1: there we go. Just I won't be able to sing too well. That's all.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, Maybe you don't have to sing. You can just like organize just other people to sing. Yeah. Or, or Maybe, read poetry or something.
1: Exactly. Have some like game board nights, you know? <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> You'd be there by day, like making up a new, uh, like making chess pieces and chessboard exactly. and stuff yep, like that. Yep. And then <laughs> present it for tournaments. And like...
1: <laughs> that's perfect.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. All right. A couple things before we wrap up. You can support the Days Gone podcast via buymeacoffee.com/8bitterror. You can do a one-time contribution or become a member. There are various levels each with their own perks and rewards and membership starts for as little as a dollar a month. You can check out all the details at buymeacoffee.com/8bitterror. And I want to give a shout out to my members: Miranda Satin, Basics of Pain, Captain Caffeine, Jay Stabby, Obscured by Ink, Honey Okashe, Anton G, Tom Moose, James Guan, Borislav247, Neanderthal Bard, WD Henderson, Dogbone, Passionflower Percussion, Ziloc DNB Bex, Mike, Andy, Alexandru, Catherine the Great, Dandy Denny, Colorful Soldiers, CJ Voorhees, John Wagoner, Nomad416, Marcus Horton, Hack Parachutes Roast Chestnut, Stickman, and Daily Lad. Also, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share so more people can find the show. Kevin, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been absolutely awesome.
1: Thank you for having me, Claire. It was really fun and going down uh, memory lane, uh, even though, like you said, it was only like three or four years ago. (laughs) But yes, thank you. It's always great talking uh, Days Gone.
0: You can email me your thoughts, comments, opinions, and counter-arguments at daysgonepod at gmail.com. You can also find me moderating the Days Gone subreddit. Thanks for listening. Weaver out.